2: There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit juvederm.com. That's j u v e d e r m.com.
3: What's up people? This is DJ. Hey Mienta, this is Ish. And, and this, this is season,
1: season two, 2 of, but let me tell, tell you. Stop, stop.
3: Well, well, well. <laughs> we'll get to the Instagram thirsty a little later oh, in this conversation.
4: Who no. is is that a topic? Oh, conversation? Oh, yes. Really? Oh, yes. So. Well, welcome back, listeners. Welcome back.
3: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. And I realize that half of our listeners are not going to get that <laughs> reference. Mr. Kata. But I, I like to
4: think they might go out and, and look it up.
3: It was a Welcome Back Cotter reference to yes, <laughs> Dr. Absolutely, absolutely. So, welcome okay, to season back. two of yes, Better, Let Me Tell You. Yes,
4: 2019. I was just saying before we started recording, like, I know I've seen you since the new year, but I feel like I haven't. I know. Like, not really. I know. Because, you know, you were away from me. It's true. We were separated by, by
3: state lines. And you come back and my hair is gone. Yes. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> I <laughs> the cut my hair, hair, this hair ladies and gentlemen. I cut all my hair off. Well, not all of it. Well, okay, no, <laughs> I'm not bald, but I I cut my hair. I took yep. the big leap, um, and here it is. Yes, he has the he has the hipster flop. <laughs> no, I have the Julian Edelman. I don't know what that is. Ugh, you don't know anything. Julian Edelman is he plays for the New England Patriots. Oh, um, so he's okay. a football player. Okay, and he's known for his hair. And his he he? ha- he's had long hair. He's had short hair, and he has really cool hairstyles. That's all I'll say. So he's he was my hair muse when I was like... And I think that's the only time you'll say that about the Patriots. Yes, because right. I don't like the Patriots. <laughs> but we're not going to get into that because we don't want to lose viewers <laughs> that's true. in the that's New true. England that's area. True. That's true. Uh, I'm sorry, listeners. Yes. We don't want to lose. Super Bowl So hardcore. 2019, here we are season two. We never thought we would get to a season two. Yeah. But here we are. Here we are. Face and to face and um thank you so much for all for of you for sticking through for, for sticking for through <laughs> um and um you know as we said in our final episode of our first season the christmas episode which yes. we loved i loved uh, the christmas episode was yeah. one of my, um, it was a one. you know we never thought the podcast would um get as far as it did and have the 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 feedback and the listeners that yeah. we acquired throughout the past year and again thank you so much for all the support and thank you for you know keep keep uh, the ride along with us so yeah yeah
4: us let's, let's keep this ride going i mean and i i, I mean we're hard at work on season 2 mm-hmm. um, we actually just had a fantastic interview before we started this that i'm so excited about but i won't say anything more about it we
3: should tell them mm-hmm. we should tell them who are
4: in our next episode i don't know like i want to but i want to like keep the i don't know i don't know i don't know i think we should tell them because it's a big one it is a big one or should we just keep saying it's a big one <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll talk about the end of the episode.
3: <laughs> so, oh, also, also... Um, as you know, we are um having a contest where we are giving yes. away three t shirts yes. from the Quebla podcast that Darwin Figueroa yes. was Our nice boy, enough yeah, to give fresh us. Fresh. So by the end of the the episode, we are going to give the word yes. um, that you need in order to win the t-shirts and the first three people to DM us with the word. <laughs> I think it's the password.
4: I almost feel like saying the that, that saying like the word is almost like a tip of
3: the hat to our guest for next week <laughs> that would be true um so uh, uh you know as you saw on our instagram page uh yeah we're giving away three three, yep, t-shirts. three t-shirts so whoever de- the first three people to dm us with the word we're gonna give <laughs> towards you later in the episode um you will win these fabulous t-shirts and you know, somebody's somebody's gonna mishear this and literally just dm us with the, the word. word yeah La frase, la clave. <laughs> so, here we go. Season 2. La clave que paga. Season 2, we have a new look, a new logo. Yes. Dale, what are, we, what, are we, what are we talking about? Oh God, you so did some traveling. I did do some
4: traveling. Um, I was recently in Vegas. As well. I
3: did some traveling too, but my traveling was not as exciting as yours. <laughs> because we ended up on a... I mean, to make... The long story short, we ended up on a mountain, and my dad couldn't breathe because of the altitude. Among He's, all fine. Things. He's, He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. But, um, but yeah, it's 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 okay. It's okay. We were in North Carolina. It's okay. We made it back. Um, we made it back. But I'm more excited about your trip to uh, well, uh, Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And as as I'm sure our listeners saw, because I was posting,
4: you know, a couple pictures here and there. We were, you mm-hmm. know, battle takes Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, went there for for my boyfriend's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was myself, him, and his friend, Eastland. And one of the reasons, well, the main reason we went out there is because he wanted to go see the new live in Las Vegas, Lady Gaga residency.
3: Stephanie has a residency. We went to go see Steph. You went to go yeah. see Stephanie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we went to go see Stephanie. Dima.
4: So, okay. I, uh, I respect her. As a performer, as, as a an singer, artist. as an artist, she is very talented. <coughs> she's, you know, she's. You can't take that away from her, right? She's Oscar nominated now. You know, mm-hmm. twice Oscar nominated for mm-hmm. music and acting. But I, I don't, I don't drink the Lady Gaga Kool Aid. No, I don't drink the Monster Aid. No, the Monster Aid. No, I don't drink the Monster. The Aid. Monster Mash. The Monster. The Monster Mash potatoes. I do not eat. No, Demon. no. The biggest issue I have with Lady Gaga is that nobody believes Lady Gaga's hype more than Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's start off with the fact that her show is called Enigma. Okay, okay, like not Return to Innocence. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Have you seen the the picture, the promo picture for it?
3: Isn't it like green? There's a lot of green. Okay,
4: it could be me in that picture. Yeah, there's nothing about it that says Lady Gaga. And then all of her merchandise, because I stayed in the same hotel where the mm-hmm. where the concert is, so we had the little store. All the merchandise, it looks cheap. It's just that horrible enigma logo on the front. Mhm. And then on the back it's like either her picture or it just says like Lady Gaga Las Vegas, which by the way, as we left the concert I found a keychain on the floor. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I I have a keychain. You got you got I, your merch. I got my merch, but I feel like it just it was very cheap. So for those of you who don't know the entire
3: conceit of the show is Honestly, like, before we go there, um, the poster because it's like her glow in the dark, right? Right, but it reminds can't... me of the video of "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go" and the glow in the dark segment. But Just could, saying,
4: the thing is that it could be anybody under there.
3: Yeah, it, I mean, the... no, but it's Mother Monster. But
4: like Jose's friend was like, it kind of looks like Beyonce. Like, it d- <laughs> like it could be anybody. Like, it could be Pia Zadora. Who knows? Okay,
1: <laughs> our first Pia reference. Our first year. Pia
4: reference, and I was in Vegas where she okay. has a resident. You know, she has her own uh, her restaurant. So you know, so. The whole conceit is that Gaga is about to do a Vegas show when she's confronted by her enigma. Wait, there's like
3: a storyline oh, to the a, show?
4: You ask this as if you've never seen anything by Lady Gaga. Okay. Of course Go there's ahead. a story. That bitch goes to Target and has a story. Okay. So, okay, we get there and Lady Gaga is descended from the ceiling. Actually, it's really cool. She comes down playing a kitar, which I haven't seen since about 1987 in okay. the Gem cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so she gets lowered, and she's with her dancers, and they're doing a the whole thing, whatever. Then the video screen pops up, and it's this robotic-looking thing, and that's she's called Enigma. Mm-hmm. Now, Enigma, the first thing is, you know, Enigma goes through this whole thing. Like, well, who are you? What's wrong? And it's like, I am Enigma. I am your soul and your innermost blah, 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 blah. To which Lady Gaga's first reply is, but why do you sound like me? I'm like... Bitch, she just told you she's your soul. Who is she going to sound like? Sam Jackson? Mm. I mean... I'm very intrigued. intrigued. No. So, also, Lady Gaga does this thing throughout the entire show that is very Madonna-like. Surprise, surprise.
3: (laughs) Is it reductive? It's
4: reductive, but it's more annoying. She seems very amused by the fact that she can curse uh-huh like the entire Does she show? just say motherfuckers
3: for the sake of yeah, saying motherfuckers? like the entire
4: show she's just like what the fuck yeah. fuck fuck you fuck it fuck 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 i'm like "Well, so she's 10
3: Okay. She just discovered the It's word. so funny you say that, you made that reference to Madonna, because Madonna's always saying motherfuckers, and she says it for, like, no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like she's, she's not making like, a statement. It's like, she, okay, what's up with the, not that I'm prude, or I'm, like, offended by profanity, but what's up with the excess profanity? Yeah, it's like, pass the breadsticks, motherfucker. It's like, calm down, Madonna. It's the Olive Garden. Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. It's just, when you hear your family. You don't yeah. Have to, we don't need that type of profanity. Exactly.
3: Okay. So... I love that you took notes. Mm -hmm.
4: I did. I took notes. I was like, hold on. Porque esto, I'm not going to remember. Yeah. La Gaga. La Gaga. So, whatever. So, all of a sudden, now she's like, oh no, I'm being transported. The entire time when she does that whole I'm being transported or where am I thing, literally sounds like Judy Garland in Wizard of Oz. Mm. She's always like, (laughs) where am I? Oh no. (laughs) MTM, I'm so scared. Like it's like, shut up, Gaga. Mm-hmm. So whatever. So she gets transported and then she comes back out in a new outfit. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, she only had like three outfit changes, which mm-hmm. is very un-gaga-like, right? Mm-hmm. So she comes out in another outfit. She's just like, what the fuck? What am I wearing? Is this my name on the back? Literally has gigantic L, gigantic G. Jose leaned over to me. He's like, No, that's just being sponsored by LG. Yeah. Like, no, that's not your name. LG at all. Electronics. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Clearly. So whatever. Then she goes into applause. Okay. And, uh, you know, a couple songs. With At which point she says probably the most honest thing she's ever said in her life, which is when she turns to the audience and she says, fan me. I'm like, but of course. Because, you know, you live for the applause, but you also live for their
3: undying adulation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did she sing Do What You Want With My Body? She did not. <laughs> okay, we'll get to that we'll later. We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. She did
4: not. Actually, I... I, it stuck out like a sore thumb. Do Do
3: what, what you want, want with my body. body. Okay.
4: Yeah, at which point she then, like, the dancers all start, like, giving her the middle finger. Like, mm-hmm. she's standing in the middle and they're all surrounding her with the middle finger. And she's like, fuck me. Fuck you. You tell me to go fuck myself. And she goes on this whole fuck tirade, at which point she then, like, licks the middle finger of the person, mm-hmm. like, who's within video shot. And I'm like. I'm, Madonna's done that too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm just like. Like I turned At that point, I turned to Jose and I'm like, is this just Blunt Ambition, the sequel? Is that what I've paid for? Because, I mean, I'm okay with that at 20. If no. she
3: did a song on a red bed humping it, maybe, maybe. we would have been like, okay, yeah.
4: Maybe. So then, you know, never mind the fact that at this point in the video, she has an animated version of herself. Right. Right? Which looks very anime, very mm-hmm. Japanese, which normally I'd be like, okay, whatever if it wasn't for the fact that literally across the street you have Queen of Harajuku Gwen Stefani performing mm-hmm. and I'm like damn it
3: can't she have that okay so in other words correct me if I'm wrong right. you came out of this thinking mira que esta Lady Gaga habla mierda I thought that before and now more so but right I haven't
4: even gotten to the part where I oh okay okay, okay. tell me more so then she, you know she keeps going the Enigma robot video person whatever keeps saying things that are supposed to be deep but aren't Mm-hmm. Like, if you look inside, you'll find yourself. Like, that type of bullshit. And she's just like, but what does it mean? And I'm like, listen, if you can't figure that one out, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, we're done. Uh, so, da Then she had a bit of bad luck because... So, when the show started, they actually... You could hear that there was problems with the power. Mm-hmm. And during an interlude where she was supposed to be changing... The sound completely went out for like all the everything but the drums, mm-hmm. which is a new band that's going to tour with Everything but the Girl, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and so I felt kind of bad for her at that point. Um, but then she, you know, she goes into one of her little tirade thingies where she's, you know, at this point, she brings out the piano. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to get Lady Gaga at the piano. This is her her thing. You know. At this point, she completely abandons any pretense that she's still involved in the whole Enigma Mm -hmm. storyline. Because now she's just addressing the audience directly. Mm -hmm. And she says, like, you know, I'm just not comfortable with being called, you know, a celebrity. Because, you know, I'm an artist and blah, blah. And I'm like... Mm.
3: Cry me a river. Seriously.
4: Get over yourself.
3: Cry me a river. To which...
4: Ten minutes later, she actually said, you know, oh, for those of you who don't know, I'm also a jazz singer. And I'm like, wait, I thought you were an artist. Mm-hmm. I'm very confused now. This is the whole enigma. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. Um, which I actually do think is cool. She, you know, she's doing a dual residency, essentially.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Like no, So the enigma show is the big spectacle. But then she's also doing um, like a stripped down, unplugged version certain days. Okay. Where it's just her and the piano.
3: Actually, Justin Timberlake also did that. But, but go Timberlake.
4: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> She's Justin Timberlake. Really? She's ripping JT now? No, too? no,
3: no. Justin Timberlake in his... Um, I forgot the name of the tour. But when he toured for um, Future Sex Love Sounds, he would have a show. He would have his show. Uh-huh. His big arena show. Right, right, right. But then either on... I, I forget if it was nights off or later... That evening, he would then have another show in like a bar or a club oh, or a very small venue okay, okay. where it'd be like acoustic, you know, c- completely stripped out, just him in a small band in well, a no, small no. venue.
4: This is like, she'll do two days of a spectacle and then one day of a jazz show mm-hmm. and then two days. Yeah, so it's, it is a dual residency, which mm-hmm. I think is kind of cool. Yeah, no, that you is know,
3: cool. Because most people just do the one show. It's reductive, like, oh. but it's really cool. It's, re-
4: <laughs> it's reductively cool.
3: And you could kind of make an argument that Madonna beat her to cool. that too did you oh yeah she did during her last tour um in um the rebel heart tour mm-hmm. madonna had a few dates where she did her clown act
4: oh yeah that thing
3: that thing but she but, but it's she kind of like the, the yeah. same
4: concept but go oh, ahead Mina. okay reductive then i was there for the night that she went on her tirade against vp mike pence Oh, okay. Did you read about that? Did you hear about that? Nah, no. I don't really pay attention yeah, but sometimes, to what she says. But sometimes but, things uh-huh. just pop up. So she's in the middle of, uh, what is it, Million, million Reasons? That's mm-hmm. her song? Million Reasons, right?
3: Giving me a million right. reasons. Giving me a million
4: reasons. Now,
3: when you think of A Million Reasons, what is that song about? Well, <clears throat> I would go ahead and think that it was about... Love, Right. Or a relationship. But with her, you never know. Because right. when she wore the meat dress, um, and then she got shit for wearing the meat dress, right. she said it had to do with the don't ask, don't tell <coughs> policy in the military. Which, you know, I have a very open mind, and I'm very imaginative. How one has to do with the other, I'm not sure. But whatever, Stephanie. But go we ahead.
4: Are. Well, she thought it was the right moment to go on a tirade against... The president, okay. Um, Mike Pence, Mike Pence's wife for working at a school that's anti-LGBT. Okay. About how he's not Christian, how she's a Christian woman, she understands what Christianity is all about. And I was like, did I miss something? Mm-hmm. Like, did I miss where this shifted? Because, again, had she gone into that horrible song "Imagine" by John Lennon mm-hmm. and gone into that tirade, I'd be like, why not? Okay, está bien like she's talking about. You so know, did she say that, that a million reasons was about that? She. It's not that she said it. It's just that she she literally kept interrupting her own song to go on this tirade. Okay. Like I don't get it.
3: Do but, I get to talk now about how what m- m- my issues with with Stephanie are? <laughs> right after this. So the last thing I will say is so she
4: leaves. She does her born you know born to sway is the last number. She goes okay. back for an encore. But it's uh-huh. a big hit. Yeah. <laughs> her encore is the the song from Stars Born Shallow, mm-hmm. which aside from Celine Dion, I don't think anybody should end a concert with a ballad. Mm-hmm. Like. No. Why? Mm -hmm. But I love that she, before she goes into it, she comes out and she says, you know, you guys are my real fans. And, you know, back when I started, you've seen me through it all because people thought all of it, the music, the lyrics, the costume were all shallow and it wasn't. It nobody was,
3: thought that It was deep Nobody thought that Nobody who thought, thought that? that who Nobody thought that who, Exactly actually, She was always giving credit for You know Exactly Being so avant-garde and all that Exactly like, that Exactly <laughs> And then
4: And then She goes into singing the song Shallow uh-huh. Which is not deep at all Because it's not
3: like she made you think about anything She's okay. like So Stephanie First of all I don't <laughs> want any hate From any little monsters out there Who listen to us While well, we appreciate you listening to us You know little monsters um you just take a sip of water i don't i don't hate lady gaga i think lady gaga is super 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 talented um she's probably one of the most talented artists that have come out in the last 10 to 15 years i mean the girl can write songs she's a uh, she's She's a performer she's a performer absolutely she puts on a hell of a show she can play instruments i mean as an artist i give her a lot of credit a lot of credit and you know she did and, and she's right she's very versatile because yeah. she did the whole uh, Tony Bennett Tony Bennett jazz album yeah, which exactly. was fantastic yeah. she could do obviously dance music yeah. she could do that though right. so as an artist I, I, I you can't take it away from you her. can't take it away from her because no. she she's legit my problem with Lady Gaga has always been la mierda que habla ella. Because let, let's, let's go back. It's, pero, pero it's, it's, again, hasta en eso she's like, Madonna. let's go back and, and we're going to transition from yes, Lady to the, Gaga to, to, to another topic yes, that yes, I yes, wanted yes, to bring yes. up. Yes. So this will be our transition. Okay. When Lady Gaga came out with Born This Way, okay, that she would go around saying how when she was in high school, she felt. It's like an outcast and, and she felt like so fucking weird and that she didn't belong. And oh my god, and now she was like everything she went through, she was giving it to her little monsters. And I'm like, really, Lady Gaga? That's called adolescence, right? You know, that's we that that's is called, called the ages of 13 to 18. Da, that we all went through that, Stephanie. <laughs> so when you were where is she from, Long Island? When yeah. you were in Long Island in your Catholic school, that your parents, you know, were an upper middle class family in your Italian restaurant, you know. That I've seen her yearbook pictures and she would wear Abercrombie and Fitch and all that stuff. She was right. like a cute preppy Catholic girl, right. you know. When you were going through that horror, you know, so were your <laughs> classmates, and so was I, and so were you, and so were most people in high school, right? But then she made it all about herself. Like well, she loves oh, playing the victim. I'm, she loves playing the victim, and then you know, oh, the meat dress. When she wore the meat dress, okay. That meat dress was freaking insane. Like everybody was talking about the meat dress the same day. The the, the next day. Whether you thought it was crazy or whether But or whatever. She pulled it off. Right. But I mean obviously she got some blowback from like PETA and all that stuff. Going yo, own it. Say that you wore the meat dress because you like to push envelopes, you know, push right. boundaries and and whatever. But instead, you know, this ridiculous explanation. But even, but even that, that, even that because it's one of those things where, again. That she, it has to do with gay soldiers and like. Right, the but Jonas she thinks she's more. Co- tell.
4: She, she wants people to think she's more clever than she is. Because it's like, I'm going to wear the meat. Taking away that, her initial thing was, I'm wearing this meat dress because, you know, that's how we're treated as commodities in Hollywood as women. I'm like. Right? Uh huh. You're not and that see, clever. My, my, my thing with her is
3: she wants to be groundbreaking. And uh, to me, she has yet to be groundbreaking. Right. That's what I'm saying. And you know, remember you and I used to have this conversation when she first started? She was like, I'm going to be a gay icon if it, if it kills, kills me. me. Like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I feel that performers that become gay icons become gay icons organically they don't right. they don't come up and say i will be a gay icon period be, that's one of the only subtle things madonna's ever done so so I, I don't you know and look i don't necessarily think she copies madonna i i, I don't think she sits it's there it's just inevitable i mean there's uh, no look, the, the, quote thing unquote, unquote, the thing with her originally her is that she's the other day i was watching because it came up randomly on youtube the video to alejandro Oh yeah, and that's when she was being weird for the sake of being weird. Because there's nothing weird about that song. For God's sake, it sounds like an Ace of Base song, you know, Alejandro. Um, But she, you know, the video is like all weird and you know whatever. And there's a scene where at the end she kind of has like a blonde bob and she's wearing like a a black vest and black pants. Two things. All I can
4: think of now is Ace of Base's song "Experience Pearls." (laughs) <laughs> wow
3: <laughs> okay <laughs> turn. actually after I finished watching Alejandro I then watched the parody oh yeah I'm with the, the, um, La, La Concha La Concha, La Concha. <laughs> hey,
1: why, why, eh, why is that song? M.I.A.
3: <laughs> this sounds like 90's music <laughs> whatever anyway um, and there's a scene there that when I saw it I'm like oh my god that's totally Madonna but then I started thinking no Madonna's never actually Had a video like that.
4: Right.
3: And and then I go, you know, the thing is that because Madonna... Her and Madonna are similar artists in the sense that they push boundaries. They push buttons. They're provocative. They're Italian. And they're Italian. And because Madonna has done everything there is to do before her, then... It's going to be inevitable, right? Similarities. I don't think Lady Gaga sits there and, <laughs> and, 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 I, and you know what? And I'll go out and say this. I love Madonna. I love Madonna. I love Madonna. I think Lady Gaga is actually more talented than Madonna, especially as much a singer. you know, and I mean, I'll just go out and say that, although I prefer Madonna. So that's why it's no hate to Lady Gaga, pero ella habla tanta freaking porquería. Do you remember that Born This Way therapy bus bullshit, you know? Oh, that was her foundation. Yeah, it's whoa, like whoa.
4: Com- it, Okay, so about Come the
3: to moment. my concert, come to my concert, but before you go to my concert, let's talk who- about depression. Let's talk about depression in the bus. <laughs> it's like what? That's like the worst episode of MTV's Next. No. So, here's where our transition comes to. So, she had been on my good graces for okay. a while now. Okay. Because I saw stars Star is Born, and as I told you before, you know, I, I don't think it's Academy Award winning material in terms of the, the movie and the acting. Right. I thought the movie was good, and I give it a thumbs up. I don't think it's best picture material, and I don't think him and her are best actor, best actress mm-hmm. material, although it was good. But it's a good narrative. The music is great. I'll, I'll give her in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had been in my good graces lately. Uh-oh. And... Okay. So, so now, funny. and this is where we're transitioning, let's okay. transition okay. to Ortelli. Right, let's telling. go, let's go. Oh r kelly r kelly so obviously he's
4: kind of been in the headlines a
3: little bit a little bit so um surviving r kelly is he's the not documentary. Doing a Las Vegas it's <laughs> a documentary that uh, uh, premiered in lifetime earlier this month and it's been extremely controversial oh God, and that
4: was only the beginning of january yeah
3: it's only been I feel a like few weeks you know why ago. well i'm gonna get to that well i mean so they lady gaga lady other, gaga right? and what All the episodes ran one after the other. Well, it came out on Netflix. On on Lifetime, I think. Yeah, it was like one week and then on demand you could...
4: No, but that's why I'm saying it wasn't like it came out one
3: episode a week. No. It was like, boom. So, um, as many of you may know, she did this song a few years ago Mm -hmm. called Do What You Want With My Body with R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely... Love that song. Who is
4: the, the the director? Was Terry Richardson for the video? No, they said It was another controversy. But that video, person.
3: that video was banned. But that video was banned years ago. It was right. never released. It was never released, but not because of R. Kelly. No, it was w- because of the director. No, it was re- it wasn't released because of the content of the video. Because in the video, there's a scene where she, um, she's like goes under because he's a doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, and she's like under anesthesia, and he starts to fondle her essentially.
4: So it's Bill Cosby.
3: So, but my my issue isn't even with the video. She did the song with R. Kelly. The song was a hit. They mm-hmm. performed it several times. I distinctly remember when they performed it at the American Music Awards where mm-hmm. he, he was the president. Oh, it was like a, when they did it in the MA, right. It was right. this whole setup mm-hmm. that she was like Marilyn Monroe. And yes. he was the president. And they made a mock of like a mock Oval Office. And it was like a very oh icon, iconic performance of the song. And she totally promoted that song with him. And again, I love that song. Um, I'm a big, big fan of R&B music, so that was totally up my alley, and I liked R. Kelly, so I always thought the combination was a little weird, but I liked the song. Okay, well, now in the wake of all these allegations against R. Kelly, which are allegations that have always existed... And has have always been there. This is nothing new. The thing is that it was just put in a five-part documentary. But nothing (laughs) in that documentary is new. You know, she releases this statement. And this is why. That statement was the embodiment of why I I clash with Stephanie. (laughs) She said something along the lines of like, Oh, being a victim of sexual abuse myself. I was in a very dark place when I did that song. i never heard that she had been a victim. And I, I I was in a very dark place and I was still trying to figure it out. And, you know, I was still very early in my music career. No, you weren't. And that was like her fourth album. Right. Right. Or pop was like her fourth album. Right. Third.
4: Fourth if you uh, count Fame Monster, Fame, Fame Monster.
3: No. Born This Way. I don't, I don't count Fame Monster as an album. That was okay. A well, third, fourth album. Whatever. She wasn't. She wasn't a rookie, right? Right. right. Um, and I did. I had really bad judgment at the time, and obviously, I can defend R. Kelly because I was a victim. It, so, and essentially, right. Instead of making a statement, she like, should have been on the documentary. Instead of making a statement like. I like many I people. I judgment. Like many people, I grew up listening to R. Kelly, and R. Kelly was an iconic R and B figure. How and I worked with him in whatever year. Right. I cannot, however, defend His any, actions. these actions or these allegations, and therefore I'm distancing myself from the song. Right. Bam. But instead, it was about her. Right. About her. 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 And it's like Stephanie, really. Like, I mean, even in this situation, I mean, you promoted the hell of that song. You freaking ate that song. That song was a hit. Oh, no, but it was bad judgment because you were in a very dark place. You were dating Tyler, what's his name, from Chicago <laughs> PD at, or fire at that moment. And you were talking about how happy you were in your relationship. Really? And now you're going to go back and tell me that, no, you were in a very dark place. And because you made really bad judgment calls. Really? Really? <laughs> Really? So, <laughs> whatever. Oh, so, what did you think about the documentary? Okay, so we're gonna get a little controversial here.
4: Are we? I mean, it's I.
3: <laughs> it's Lifetime. Who? Who thought Lifetime? I know, right? Lifetime. So that documentary, I think is the. I think the documentary is very well done. Very. And well for done. those of you who have not seen it, I urge you to see it. I it's saw it in one night. Surviving R. Kelly. It's five parts. Um, you could. Watch it on the Lifetime app, um, <clears> on <throat> demand. So basically, the documentary—you know—the interview, the victims of R. Kelly, um, all these. But they also interview,
4: which I thought was fantastic,
3: his family. Yes. Because
4: it, it they, they tried in their own weird they way. They humanized obviously... and demonized him. Right. Which right. is they humanized and demonized him. But I didn't know
3: he was illiterate. He, yeah, he was. He, was. he is. He, or, he was illiterate. I, mean, I didn't yeah. know that. And yeah, and he could barely read or write. Yeah. yeah, so my here's my problem with the public reaction of to the the surviving R Kelly. Okay, okay.
1: Hold up? What was that?
3: Because you know that we live in a bandwagon society. And sure. we, you know something that has always existed has always existed. But then all of a sudden, it's a problem. Right. You know the saying, when somebody shows you who they are, believe them? Yep. Okay. R. Kelly has always shown us who he is. Right? True. Let's not forget that R. Kelly married Aaliyah when Aaliyah was 14, 15 years old. Yep. And he was 27. And I remember all of us talking about it. Okay? It was not a secret. Then, there was not a secret then a few years later was the whole thing with the peeing on the girl Mm -hmm. and the child pornography charges. That made headlines all over the world. Okay? And people still defended him. Okay? This whole rumor now that he's had these girls locked up in his house, that's been going around for a couple few years now. Now, I don't know because as I said, I'm very into R&B music. I read the Source magazine. I'm very into all of this. I have always known of that. And... Everything that came out in that documentary, I knew. Obviously, obviously, you know, you're hearing Uh, first-person accounts from the victims that we didn't know. But everything in that documentary, I knew. I remember, okay, (laughs) and you remember this too.
4: I'm laughing because
3: (laughs) when was the last time we saw Sparkle? Well, bueno, I was gonna I go there. I forgot that's what I was. Who gonna that go was. There. I love that song. That song is on uh, "You Better Be Careful." Again, I'm a big fan of R and B, and that song is like on repeat. I've, I've always loved that song, and I knew because I remember when that song came out. Right. Sparkle was he had signed. Yeah, he was Sparkle her, her... onto his record label or management yeah. company or whatever. No, his label. label. And, and Sparkle was gonna be his project, the yeah, next his best protege. Protege. Yeah, and. That song came out. That song was somewhat of a hit. That you song better was be careful. A big hit. And then Sparkle disappeared. And a few years later, we find out why. We find out well, I knew why. I know why. I know why. And again, this wasn't hidden. This was all over the news. Right. So now people are like so outraged. And I'm like, okay, but where have you been in the last 20 years? This R. Kelly has always shown you who he is now if if that came out out of like you know Josh Grobin or like John Legend I would find out those things I'd be like whoa, whoa wait what Michael Buble you know if I found out that Michael Buble was peeing on little girls and you know how to I'd be like wait wait what? Okay, but R. Kelly, I mean, we have always known that. It's been no secret. So why people now are outraged baffles me. And 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 you know what? He, when, I, I'll never forget. And okay, I remember... I'm now thinking of some really horrible, like, adult contemporary tag team with Groban and Buble. So, <laughs> and, and I think I, I even may have had this conversation with you many years ago. I remember when "Step in the Name of Love" mm-hmm. and "Ignition" came out, which was, yeah. those were monster hits. Yeah, that was like what two thousand two, two thousand three. That was from the album "The Chocolate Factory." Right, R. Kelly was facing child pornography And he charges. was releasing music. And okay, he didn't care. okay, and he was releasing music, and it was a huge hit. Not even Michael Jackson was able to pull that off. It's true. Okay, because when Michael Jackson's... Michael Jackson's career never recovered from the child sex uh, scandal. It never did. Never. never. It never did. Coño, and in the middle of this, you know, child pornography, there was a video. There there was a video. Right. (laughs) It wasn't like, you know, people were talking. There was a video, which we all saw. In the middle of this... People were buying his records, his songs were going to number one, they were huge hits. So now you're coming and telling me, oh my god, I'm so upset that he was doing that. I'm like, okay, unless you were living under a rock, or you were living in like, I don't know, like Russia, or like some country where they don't allow Western music. Like, I don't understand how you could like, it's selective outrage. It's selective outrage. Do you think it's selective outrage, or it's just a different time? Quote unquote. It is is a different time. It is a different time. Now with the Me Too movement, we're very sensitive about certain things that before we let it slide. But these charges are Extreme, oh no, no, I, I'm
4: not disagreeing with I you. I mean, well, but oh yeah, but you know what's funny you say on living under a rock? You know, that Jose didn't know about the peeing
3: thing. I don't know, I don't, I don't understand. I don't how know how he could not know, know that because when I
4: said I'm like, hello,
3: they even did a skit on the Chappelle show, he's like,
4: no, I didn't. It can, that was in the news everywhere,
3: you know. And and again, if it would be a situation of like, oh, you know, R. Kelly fondled me or R. Kelly kissed me, right? right. You know, and so now we're ass, like, right. you know. That could be something that it's like, okay, now in the Me Too movement, people are speaking up about how inappropriate that right, is. Right. right, But what you're talking about are things that are disgusting, <laughs> like, are just, I mean, whether it's pedophilia or, like, you know, perversion, I mean, they are disgusting. They've always been disgusting. Not They've that never... we hate
4: any of our listeners who may enjoy peeing
3: or being peed <laughs> um, on. You know, well, but not, and, and the thing was that these weren't, like, 18, 19-year-old girls. Right, They were, like, right. 13, 14, you know? But
4: the interview with, um I forget the guy now he's just like, do you like teenage girls? And he's like, what do you mean by teenage? Yeah, like he had to he had to oh, ask oh, for oh, clarification. The, the
3: the interview with Toure, right? Yeah, which was his birth, his first his, like big right interview. After right after he was acquitted, like, and he, know, was acqu- he was he was acquitted. Just, you just face child pornography charges. You say no, and he was acquitted because he paid off the p- family of the girl, the girl in the video. Sparkle so James. she wouldn't so she wouldn't testify. He paid her off. Everybody knows he paid her off. Yeah. So again, you know. I, I, it's one of those things of the Me Too movement that I personally, like, it's hard for me to reconcile because, again, I've, I've always made it very clear. I'm totally for the Me Too movement. But I think that in order for the Me Too movement to be successful and to be lasting, mm-hmm. you, we have to be honest with ourselves. And that means that we have to call out hypocrisy for what it is. And we were all hypocrites. Well, I wasn't because I've always known who he is. But we've all, we're all hypocrites. You know, now people that are outraged that are Kelly and, but they weren't outraged, you know, they weren't outraged when they were stepping in the name of love, you know, right <laughs> you know, I, you know, everybody was, you yeah. know, yeah, step in the name of love, you know, and it's like, really, okay, when that song came out, you know, the P tape was out, you know, at the same time. <laughs> so it's like this selective outrage that kind of like, I don't, I don't get it because that man has always shown you who he is from the very beginning. This is true it's not it's not like this was like Michael Bublé or John Legend or you know Josh Groban or even Justin Timberlake you know one of these guys that you know has kind of like a clean cut image and then you find out Kelly has
4: always reveled in the raunch I mean that's his image his image was always it wasn't even sexy R&B guy it was I'ma throw you down and fuck you
3: yeah dirty Yeah, with the exception I believe I can fly of course which we're well you know (laughs) we don't know what that's really about maybe that's where they got this no but I I I think People need to be honest with themselves, and people need to un- be honest and say, "Okay, there was things that I overlooked, and there was things that I or I can separate the music from the person." Well, no, I'm saying I, no, no, no. But I'm saying, like, I could separate. To- I personally separate right. the music from the person. That's like saying, which we've talked about this before in, a, in previous episodes in season one. You know, should they ban the Cosby Show? Oh, hell no! Because right. that is a piece of work. That's a piece of art. You know, of right. of television history so are you're gonna get rid of the whole show over the actions of one person you know right. um, and affect the livelihood of an entire cast exactly you know and especially a show that was so iconic but again it's, ain't it's, nobody beating down Tempest Souls door <laughs> it's uh, the hypocrisy of like people that kept supporting him despite not one not two but multiple allegations over and over and over again that were very damning but, in, but now in public but now all of a sudden it's like oh my god I don't. I, I I tell you. I saw the document. I ate it up, and I'm like, there is nothing here that I don't know. There's don't nothing know. here that we're I don't know. No. I, I don't know. I guess maybe because again, I I uh, read the Source magazine a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, you were you were that part of the of the the pie in their
4: media kit that showed the white demographic. Yeah, I'm not white. <laughs> well, Hispanic, non non black
3: demographic. Non black. <laughs> anyway. anyway,
4: hablando de uh, documentaries. Have you seen the fire Festival? Mejito, that was the next
3: thing I was going to talk about. <laughs> I haven't seen both of them. I only saw the one on Hulu. Oh, then you haven't seen the one on Netflix. I haven't seen the one on So Netflix. you have not... Have you seen both of them? I haven't seen the one on Hulu. Ooh. But you haven't seen the Sucking Dick meme. I, okay, I saw it because of your Instagram. It is amazing. I
4: saw it because of your amazing. Instagram.
3: Okay, okay, listeners. We're gonna talk about the Fry Festival. For, Fire, Fire, Fire! For Fire those Festival. of you who
4: haven't seen either document, this is great because we can talk about the documentaries okay. each other. Press pause, go watch one of them,
3: come back, and discuss. Okay, so let's give you a quick background on the Fire Festival. <laughs> <laughs> the fire festival was in what, like April of 2017, yeah, and it was that festival that was going to be held in the Exumas, Bahamas, and it was going to be a luxury music festival that was going to have the biggest influencers yeah. and celebrities. the Coachella of the Caribbean, the Coachella of the Caribbean with the biggest influencers yeah. and celebrities there are. I mean, you you could you know party with Kendall Jenner and Gigi Hadid if, if that's, <laughs> if that's your, your thing. Your bag, yeah. anyway. I want to make it against Gigi whatever no i'm just saying i don't think of her i actually i don't think of her good or bad there you go that's how relevant she is in my life um is she the one who dated the weekend or was it bella well i like the weekend i forget that there's two of them i love the weekend abel is my guy so anyway um and we're talking about weekend the singer (laughs) although i do love the weekend's we had a nice long weekend I can feel it was... my face When I'm with you I love that song I love that song too Did I tell you what I thought That song was about? Oh god I initially thought It was about oral sex <laughs> But I
4: I have so many
3: questions that we're not going to get into, but no. I have so many anyway, questions. this has been a raunchy episode. <laughs> I know. Like, yes.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> anyway, so the fire, festival. the remix to
4: Pero, Let me tell you. <laughs> so the
3: fire festival, and it was supposed to be this like ultra luxurious, ultra yeah. trendy, ultra hip. You know, yeah, Coachella of the Caribbean, right? The and people time. were going to go and you know put it all over Instagram and blah 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 blah. Well. Well, 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 well. Cut to... it. Cut to reality. (laughs) And basically, they were stuck in FEMA tents eating ham and cheese sandwiches. (laughs) There was no ham. No cheese sandwiches. (laughs) Just cheese sandwiches. But there was no ham. There was pigs, but there was no ham. And wilted lettuce.
4: And wilted lettuce. So,
3: obviously, the whole thing was a big disaster. Lawsuits were filed left and right. Um, Turns out the guy was laundering... not, Not even
4: laundering money. It was wire fraud. So well I mean, I mean obviously yeah, the house of cards. when
3: when this happened we didn't know. So this was such a big deal and it was so relevant that they released Hulu released um it's a the released it, yeah. Um what's the Hulu one called? fire fraud fire fraud fire and fraud. the one in Netflix is called fire the greatest party that never happened <laughs> <laughs> so basically in the Netflix one which is the one that I saw and you'll mm-hmm. talk about the whole yep, one yep. and the Netflix one you know they talk about the background how Ja Rule was involved and you know yep. why anybody thought Ja Rule would be the man to call to it's a celebrity he is a celebrity but it's Ja Rule well
4: okay so I will say this actually a couple weeks ago I think I texted you I was uh, I was out having drinks with some friends and they were like, oh, some friends of ours just moved into to Miami. We want you know to meet new people, so we went. Whatever. One of the guys actually used to work for Fire. Yeah, that was one of the guys that we met, and it turns out the whole idea of Fire was actually it was supposed to be an app
3: at mm-hmm. first. Yes, where you could book talent. Where you could book talent,
4: and so this kind of spun out of that. In the this was going in, to be the, the launch event. Of the launch app, exactly. To, to, to the so app. he
3: worked on the app side of well, things. Well, they explained that in the documentary. Yeah. And they also explained in the documentary how it, it sold out immediately. And the reason it sold out immediately is because and I, I don't know if they threw this in the Hulu the documentary. Mm-hmm. They when they were planning the 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 festival the event, mm-hmm. um, Billy what was his name? Billy I want
4: to say something with an not with an F, but Billy I want to say McFarlane, but I know that's not um,
3: right. I think it is. Who organized this event. And he's the one who got in big trouble. Um, he got the top supermodels. Gigi and Bella Hadid. Kendall Jenner. He got all the top supermodels. And all these like party people. And he, yeah, flew, Billy them he flew them over to the, to the Bahamas. And they had a video crew. And for like a few days. Mm-hmm. They had these parties and they had yachts and they had yeah. the it was a photo shoot it was like ultra looks you know luxury lifestyle and they filmed all this right. and this is the image that they sold as to what was going to be the fire festival Fake imagery on social media you say and then all these influencers. so then they contacted the, like, the top, world's top influencers yeah. so then on a certain date all these models and all these influencers. Posted on this in on their Instagram just an orange block. Right. Where they were like, Oh, see you at the fire festival. Yeah. So right? far
4: so far so good. We're coordinating. right. Yeah.
3: So and then they sold out within days. And then you could well, go But here's to- the thing. They sold out, but
4: not really. Because what happened was what they started doing was so that he could, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul is they would say, Okay, we have ten uh suites. Yeah. But after people would buy two, they would be like, we're sold out. Right. So that it would create more more of a buzz. And then people were buying the general admission ones because they're like, shit, I couldn't get the suite. Oh, I'll just pay this. But they did sell out. Just, but that's the thing is that they, it depends how you look at it. Because they didn't sell out because they
3: they didn't have the things that they said that they had. Right, but but they did sell out in terms of the, the admission, the people that were there. And they were putting on their website these like layouts and floor plans of these like cabanas and these like luxurious <laughs> tents that people are going to be staying on in paradise. In Pablo Escobar's old Private island. Private island. No, what I thought was funny that they are like, Do you want to live? Mm-hmm. Their, their, their catch was that was like, a selling point. Like, oh live like Pablo Escobar, and I'm like, on the one did- from the law. Log- when did living like Pablo Escobar become like a novelty? Like, I don't know about you, but if things did not end well for him. No. <laughs> I mean, at least a chapel de <laughs> And, um, you know, um, build it and they will come. And people came, although they didn't build the it. The problem is they didn't build it. And everybody, so he, this guy... In, in the documentary, he, it shows that he got like the best PR companies, like yeah, the, the, the best Fuck Jerry guys, the and, best talent, yeah. you know, to work with him. And all these people who had so many years of experience, um, there were red
4: flags being raised. They little by little they right.
3: started realizing, wait a minute, either these people are genius or they're fucking like lunatics, yeah. right? And little by little, Just they,
4: because the time frame alone
3: was crazy. They were putting
4: this together in what like five months.
3: Yes. And there was no infrastructure on the island. Um, Even if there there had been. There there was no electricity. There was no running water. There was no plumbing. Nothing. And this is what they were selling. Because they were selling a a luxury, like, a luxury um, experience. experience. And then, at least in the Netflix documentary, there's one guy that said that he he so believed in in what Mm -hmm. uh, this guy was selling. That he said, you know what? Maybe this will be like Woodstock because Woodstock nobody talks about the fact that people were stuck in lines right, right. for days. Nobody talks about the fact that people were in like mud and shit for the entire weekend that there right. was no water, that there was no, that was still historic. You know that there were no toilets, that people didn't have where to sleep. But when you think of Woodstock, you think about how iconic it right, was. Right. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, but the difference oh Madonna effect. <laughs> but the difference is that people are paying fifteen 000 to twenty thousand dollars to be here and you're selling this as an ultra luxury experience, yeah. right? Where you're gonna party with Kendall Jenner again if that's your thing. If that's your thing. <laughs> and bueno <wait a> <coughs> When so Excuse shit me. hits the ceiling and they're now a few days out. And this is not happening. And nothing is set. No, you know, there are going to be like 15, 20,000 people coming. And this place. Looks, they don't even have water. They, they don't have water. Okay. So in the Netflix documentary, mm-hmm. the pinnacle of the Netflix documentary and what everybody's talking about. And when I saw it, I did a, oh, <laughs> my total jaw drop. God. Oh, <gasps> There's this guy named Andy. Okay. He's an older gentleman. Well, older, maybe 50s or whatever. Okay. And he's been... He, he appears in the whole documentary, you know, giving his confessional. And he's one of the people that told Billy, the organizer, okay. you know, his concerns and how this was not going to happen and, and, you know, everything that was wrong with it. Right. And you know he's been a, a, I think he's in PR or whatever and he's been in, in the industry for over 30 years he so is not somebody who's just starting out no he knows what, what he's 30 doing years, he knows what he's doing he's been um, his company is you know has a reputation I mean he's very well known right. and he's like I'm so involved in it at this point, even though I voiced my concerns, that I have to do whatever I have to do to Just keep, m- keep, to make this happen because my reputation right. is at stake. Keep kicking so, that can down the street. Right. Yeah. So I can't walk away at this point. Be- right. I have to do everything I can to make this work. And he's like working day and night. He's going nuts. Whatever. A few days before the festival, Billy call, contacts him, and again, Billy's the one, the mastermind, and he tells him that there's four huge containers in the port filled with Avian water, okay. and this is going to be the water that they were going to be there, you know, give their patrons, right, right. you know, water, the source of all life. But you can't drink salt water. <laughs> no. And it was imperative that they get the water released because it was at customs, and the they Azuma's did not bombs. have money to pay. They did not have money uh, at or, this yeah, point. Yeah. They had run out of money. So Billy. Tells Andy, we don't have money. I think the customs fee was like in the tens of thousands of dollars. Okay. It was actually, it was like $175,000 that in cash that they had to pay customs and they didn't have the money. And again, this was for the water, the water this isn't <laughs> for the thousand people shrimp. that were going to come this in is, yeah. and Billy calls this guy, Andy, and he tells him, I need for you to meet with the guy in customs. And tell him that you don't have money and that you'll, you know, for him to release the water and you'll suck his dick. (laughs) For water? And Andy's like, wait, 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 what? He's like, yeah, I need for you to meet with the guy in customs. I already set it up (laughs) to go and suck his dick. And he's like, wait, wait. So I have been a professional for 30 years. (laughs) I have everything in in stake on the line, and you need because he goes. You are you are our fearless gay leader. You need to go and make this happen and take one for the team. And you need to go and suck his dick. And he's like, but I'm a professional. I've been doing this for over thirty years, and he and just horned him out. You know what he said? He's like, I was so. I'm making this happen that I went to my hotel, I brushed my teeth, I took Listerine, I went the mouthwash, and I was like, I was going to go to the guy's house to no. suck a stick because he's like, we had no water, and my reputation was at stake. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God,
4: <laughs> so I now the wir- be- I thought he had like the wherewithal to be like. Well, if I'm gonna suck a dick, I might as well have minty fresh
3: breath. So, yeah. um, this has now become a meme. But,
1: uh, I, I saw the meme, but ultimately, ultimately
3: I didn't... Um, actually, I'm not gonna say what ends, what happens at the end,
4: <laughs> whether well, he did or didn't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they got water, so I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming um, he did not have but, to cut his knees, but just the biggest yeah. difference uh, between the two documentaries, though, is that. Hey, uh, hate to interrupt you, but. The Hulu One has this guy Billy. Yes, that's why I want to watch it because he's in it. That man cannot stop lying.-hmm. He cannot stop lying. At this point, when he did the interview, I believe he had already been convicted on wire fraud. Mm-hmm. all this had come to light. Every, and he just still continues to, you know, it reminded me of like, he's delusional. Yeah, it reminded me of the VH1 behind the music with Selena. Mm-hmm. Where like Yolanda's just like know the box, it's in the box. The box has all the answers. He just kept kind of putting it off and like roundabout. And it's like, dude, just admit it. Just say, like you know what, I fucked up. I was a con man, and that's all there is to it. Like, did, did you did you
3: try to find out about um?
1: His, did his, the Hulu documentary
3: his, talk about like then the business he tried to do? The business after, he had yes after, after yes with the well it also talked about the business no, that- before. It talked about well, the business the, before. Right, which, the, the card. The right, card. which I
4: read about it, and I still don't understand what the benefit would have been to anybody.
3: I think, which is why I wanted to bring this up. Um, I mean, we're sharing kind of stories with the documentary, and they're kind of funny. And, you know, um, you know, to watch, it's kind of interesting. It's a little shot of but, Freud, but the But yeah. the, the, the purpose, why I wanted to bring this up. I think this is a perfect example, and you and I have talked about this before, of... The power of pers- persuasion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that social media has over people and the farceness of what an influencer is. Yeah. Because all these people that jumped on board for this were simply doing it because they were following influencers. Right. Go party with Kendall Jenner, really. Did you think that Kendall Jenner was going to go party with you at this point? Thing. Right. And if she did, do you think she was going to stay, even if it was in a luxury, luxurious right. tent? Kendall Jenner was going to be chartered, chartered a yacht, and you know, stay out. Probably yeah. go out for like one hour, take a few selfies. You know, they'd be like, "Here I am at the fire festival," and that's it. Yeah. Actually, introduce a in, band in the um, in the Netflix documentary. They say that Kendall Jenner's involvement was simply to repost yeah. the the orange thing, and she got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. just to hit post yeah. right? so I, I think it's, it, it, it's the bigger picture of the times we live in and I don't know if this is relevant to millennials, to zillennials, we're zillennials overall. right we're zillennials I, I don't yeah. know who it's relevant to but the fact that it's like monkey see monkey do Oh, uh, my favorite influencers are going to this festival in the middle of the Bahamas that Jarul is hosting, you know, I don't know too much about it, but you know, if they're going then it must be good for me. I know? mean, that clearly only applies when it's you and I. I mean, because if we go to an event,
4: listeners, you should come. It's a fun event. We probably we probably will
3: be there. <laughs> Chances are. No, no, no. We will be there, and we will give hugs and my and yeah, exactly. You know, we'll, we'll help you pick out the best croqueta. Uh, like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. But I mean, I think it's 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 the sign of the times that that people are so easily influenced, and the fact that and this wasn't cheap that's the, the thing, thing that kills me it's is not cheap and it's the fact not like that, oh come to this ten dollar party because, because here's the thing and 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 you and i have talked about this before whether it's in our, our our own social media the way you know you and i have a different also for the record you don't get to complain about crushing student loan debt and i don't have a job in the economy blah, blah, and then you drop ten thousand dollars to go party right. on a beach <laughs> you and i have a different approach in terms of our own personal media uh, social media mm-hmm. um I have more of an aesthetic approach. You have more of like a humorous kind of like poking fun of myself, and that's fine. Right. But I think that we both know and understand that most of the stuff out there is people's edited version of ourselves, and, and I'm guilty of that too, and so are you. Yeah. But then there's people, you know. that I always know, say I'm all smoke and mirrors, but but you know, there's one thing, you know, kind of like okay, I'm not gonna put this bad picture of me or right, whatever. Right. Then creating an image that is completely false. Or completely exaggerated, right. right? Because I've seen people recycle, like on Instagram, recycle vacation pictures. And it makes it look like they're on vacation again. Really? It's like, really? Oh, you're in Paris again. Oh, wow. You, Your hair is the same length it was when you went to Paris two years ago. <laughs> like, wow. Like, what a coincidence, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's also the entire career of Rita Ora. or people that like my personal favorite are people that do tbts to like when they traveled the world or they went to some exotic destination you know last month oh i hate that right i feel like there should be if you're gonna do a tbt or an fbf it's gotta be like at least six months yeah so you know it's kind of like or the people that are constantly posting travel videos and it's like really really sweetheart when do you work you know, unless you're a trust right. fund baby, right. it's like when do you work? But I, I know that it's fake, and I know it's manipulation. There's one person in particular who I feel is very guilty of that. Do we know this person? Well, we know this person. I don't know if,
4: I don't know if you feel that way about this person's profile, but I'll, 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 off, off, uh,
3: Mike. Okay. Okay, tell oh, you. No, I'm curious who it yeah, is. I'll tell you who it um, <laughs> but, is. But I I see that time and time again. But again, I think we know that it's a farce, but apparently a lot of other people nope, don't. And they they're don't. willing to spend $20,000 $20, to. $20,000. Again, you don't get to bitch go hang and moan. out with Kendall Jenner if You that's don't get your to thing.
4: complain about not having money or a job or prospects and then spend 20 grand. Like, no, you don't have get you to put yourself noticed, in a hole and then
3: Nowadays, Everybody's an entrepreneur. <laughs> Nobody works at the call center anymore. Oh, what are you? I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> like in the in the, like us, in, we're in, entrepreneurs in and the, influencers. Netflix episode, mm-hmm. you know, the, at the end and the uh, right. documentary, and at the end they interviewed a bunch of people right. that went. Oh, you the, know, we're scammed. The, yeah. visit, the yeah. festival goers, yeah, uh, and you know, like four or five of them were entrepreneurs. I'm like, oh, look, they're entrepreneurs too. <laughs> It's the, uh, it's the so, new avocado toast. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so that um yeah that wraps it up. That wraps it up. Wait, our last Coke of the desert. Oh, that's true. That's true. Our last soda of the desert. We can forget our last soda of the desert in that's 2019. True, that's true. So go. Oh
4: god, I don't have one. Yet. What do you mean you don't have a last soda of the that, desert? I've been thinking about it, wrecking my head, and I can't think of one right now. But go ahead. Do you have one? I I'll, do. I'll have
3: one by the time you're done. I do. I guarantee. My last Coke of the Desert goes to not a person, but an entity. It goes to... Lady the Gaga's go- Enigma? No, it goes to the government shutdown. <laughs> oh, so it's a gasless soda. Yes, this is a gasless soda. It goes to the government shutdown. Okay. I don't give a F who shut down... Da- well, I know. I, I do care who shut down the government. Um... But at the end of the day, it's the fact that it's shut down. It's shut down and still shut down. And there's people who can't pay their mortgage. And there's people who can't pay their rent. Right, but they can talk to their landlords and babysit. (laughs) So my Coke of the Desert goes to our politicians. Get your shit together, people. Although, you know, I still believe one person is to blame. But we're not going to get controversial now. I'm tired. (laughs) It's been a long week. It's been a long week. It is Battle Friday. Hashtag Battle Friday. Hashtag Battle Friday. It's been a long week. You know what? Can I can I nominate someone for you? You can. I think I have one. I think you should ahead. give your glass of the Coke, your last Coke of dessert to Sally Jesse Raphael. Well, she
4: has responded to me. On that's the why, several because times.
3: and she's a national treasure with her glasses. Mm-hmm. And um, if she would be relevant today, she would probably have a rooms to go um, furniture line. You um, think so? Yeah. Not city furniture. No, Sally Jesse at home. Mita. Yeah. Okay. And um, she's responded to you on Twitter, so... Uh, like, twice. Yeah. You know what I'm going to give it to Sally Jesse Raphael? Yeah. See, I knew... This is how I know you. <laughs> you know what? This, this is how, how I know right. you. You're right. So, so, thank, thank you, Sally Jesse Raphael. Sally Jesse Raphael. This soda's for you. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and, uh, and you know what the beauty is? When we tag her, you know she'll respond. Absolutely. Maybe <laughs> we could have run the show anyway. That's wishful <laughs> thinking. So, <laughs> that was... Our first episode of season two. Yeah. It feels nice, right? It Say does. It feels... I've, I've missed you. I've missed I you have too. I missed our Wheely I feel <laughs> that this episode was a little all over the place. Kind of like our I first episode. <laughs> but there, there was so much. like <laughs> There was so much. You know, we hadn't recorded in over a month. It's but, true. you know, we'll be back to normal soon. Soon yeah, yeah. enough. We'll, we'll try. So, everybody, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for yes. taking this ride along with us. And, and before we go. The secret word. Secret word. No, not secret word. Well, the, word the word that you have to dima- d- DM us for yes. is aguacate. Yes. Not, not avocado, avocado, but aguacate. aguacate. It, spelling doesn't count because I don't know where an acento goes there. Aguacate. The first three people will get uh, the t-shirts from... Yep. one. Um, the first three people each get one
4: of our three t-shirts.
3: Yes. So there you go. <laughs> DM us, people. So as always, uh, we hope... You Listen, laughed and learned and grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your jupina, and thank you so much. Alright, caballero. Bye. Bye.